Let's just do a little bit of bubble popping. You know, the word time management, it's a bit like the word property management. It's a bad description of what we do because it's more about managing the people than managing the property, right? Time management is one of those things too. It's a bad description of what it is because you can't manage time. Time just ticks with or without you. It's got no thought, no feeling. It's not going to sympathize with you. It's not going to slow down for you. It just ticks with or without you. So you can't actually control time. But I like to call it task management. So it's all about effectively managing the most effective and efficient way your tasks within the time frame that you have. And so that's a good way that I like to look at time management. And it's becoming an expert in task execution. And we can do it the easy way, or we can do it the frustrating way. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million-dollar real estate brand. Each week, I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of the Property Management Podcast. I'm Kylie Walker and thank you for having me in your ears. Now I read some stats before jumping on this episode and it said something like fewer than one in five people use any sort of formal time management system. People rely on pinned emails in their inbox. Hello, yes, that's me. A messy day planner, absolutely. A few dozen sticky notes, oh my goodness, yes. Or any number of self-designed systems to keep them on track. 100% me. There is no such thing as focus time, block out time or productive time. And in fact, the experts say that we are only really productive for two hours a day, which is not much really, is it? And I'm going to admit that I really do suck at time management, especially in an office setting. In the home environment, I am certainly much better because there is one important factor, less distraction. I'm the kid that sat in class listening to the teacher, but in my head, I was wondering whether she dyes her hair, what my mum was cooking for dinner that night, will Santa be bringing me some new roller skates at Christmas time? Let's just say I'm easily distracted. Or the other distraction tactic that I've personally identified is, and this is in my work environment these days, when I'm in the property management office, is that I will sit and listen to other people's conversations and then try and jump in and solve the problem for them. Or I might correct them around their problem solving and say, oh, I would have done this instead. And it's not because I'm on a power trip. It's just that I'm naturally easily distracted, of course, but I'm also a natural problem solver and people pleaser. I find great value in making people happy. It's also because I'm genuinely looking for distractions to avoid maybe an uncomfortable conversation or work that I find super boring, like going over profit and loss statements or reviewing a new process, or even learning a new software. I'm definitely a self-sabotager of my own productivity. Can anyone else relate to that? And I know you can, because 
time management, distractions, and being focused is something my team also struggles with constantly. And most of the time, it's actually us that has the problem with focus. But of course, sometimes there's that annoying tradie that loves to come in and sit for an hour. There's the sales agent who has to relive every negotiation he's ever done, or the team member who loves to overshare absolutely everything. So what do we do about it? Well, my guest today has come up with a solution. Actually, he's come up with many solutions to our distractive, distracted work lives, and he's shared them in his latest book. Darren Hunter is one of the head coaches at Inspired Growth Training. He's already written two industry best-selling books, PM Fee Script Secrets, and his latest one is Master Your Time Secrets. Inside its value-packed pages, you will learn the secrets to master your time which is actually really an intangible thing because we all have the same amount of time. But he dives into how to remove distractions, regain your focus and become more productive. But the ultimate goal, according to Darren, is to not master your time, but master your tasks because that's where the magic lies so that you no longer have to catch up on a Saturday, work after hours or get continually frustrated and cranky with your team because they're continually distracting you and you don't get your work done. So let's dive in and take a listen to how to manage your tasks and time better. Darren, thank you so much for joining me on the Property Management Podcast. Now you've been on this podcast before, so you know the drill and probably most of our audience already know who you are. But for those that may not, please, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started doing what you're doing now? Well, I've um, been in the property management industry now, Kylie, probably, well, 35 years since 1989. You don't look that old. I do. (laughs) And I started out as a very green and a very underconfident, I have to say very underconfident property manager in 1989 in Adelaide, in the Western suburbs, really didn't know what I was doing. And since then, I just decided I'm actually because, you know, decisions in life are all about making key decisions, aren't they? The changes. And I decided in 1993 that I'll deal with my underconfidence. I'll deal with the very low self-esteem that I had and become the very best that I can be in what I believe was an incredibly difficult job. And it's probably even more difficult these days. And my career just took off from there. So I've been a property inspector in my time. I've been, of course, property manager, a senior property manager, and also state property manager, managing over a third of Australia. I had 18 offices of 28 property managers, but I just wanted to be a trainer. And that's what I've been doing since 2005. And it's taken property management has been good to me. And it's taken me now being able to speak in five countries, three regularly, Australia, New Zealand, and the United States, and just love what I do. So you've really overcome that confidence then? that lack of confidence well public I, speaking around the world well yeah i mean public speaking is another thing property management was more scary <laughs> you know i found it very difficult through the conflict and you know, i had issues that i was struggling with so uh, conflict was really really hard for me but i was able to overcome those issues and thrive in a, what is probably one of the most difficult jobs out there so it's what i do and what i enjoy now i teach it to thousands of people around the world. And, you know, just like you, Kylie, you've got to love what you do. And if you love what you do, it's never a boring day. Absolutely. Can totally agree. And property management is never a boring day, which actually segues nicely into our topic today, talking about time management and 
you know, that ongoing issue of getting constantly interrupted, you know, and on the surface, time management should be a pretty straightforward concept, right? You have a task to do, you've got a deadline to accomplish it, and we get it done quickly and efficiently. But, but that's not always the case, is it? It's not. So, so why isn't it that simple for many of us, especially in property management? All right. So I think in this session, we're going to break this down, okay? And firstly, let's just do a little bit of bubble popping. You know, the, the word time management, it's a bit like the word property management. It's a bad description of what we do because it's more about managing the people than managing the property, right? Time management is one of those things too. It's a bad description of what it is because you can't manage time. Time just ticks with or without you. It's got no thought, no feeling. It's not going to sympathize with you. It's not going to slow down for you. It just ticks with or without you. So you can't actually control time. But I like to call it task management. So it's all about effectively managing the most effective and efficient way your tasks within the time frame that you have. And so that's a good way that I like to look at time management. And it's becoming an expert in task execution. And we can do it the easy way or we can do it the frustrating way. And a lot of property managers, regretfully, by default, are doing it the frustrating way and don't realize. I love that. Task management, not time management. So, well, let's break that down then. And please, because I'm sure I do it the frustrating way. So please, let's break it down into the easy way for anyone listening to be able to start managing tasks. So it's really, really easy to understand, all right? And what is a very, very simple concept, and there's a lot of time management books out there, all right? And I really enjoy the book by Brian Tracy, that frog. I've probably read it. Well, I listen to audiobooks. I don't really read, but probably listen to it 10 or 12 times now over and over again. So it really has become me. And there's another time management book I was thinking, I was reading, I'm thinking, this is hard. It's just like doing circus tricks to do this. You know, none of us have got the time to even focus on putting these strategies into place. And so time management has to be easy to understand. And really, it's all about changing the way that we think towards time management, okay? And just demystifying things. So I like to explain things with a bit of analogy. And in my hand is probably one of my favorite things, which is people that are listening. This is a blue toy Ford Mustang. Okay. And I've got my blur on my screen, but anyway, it's my Ford Mustang. And so let's just say this is a picture of our tasks, all right, and our task speed. And so we're doing our tasks and we've got this stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, stop thing happening, but we want to get our tasks done fast. And there's a real frustration, but what's actually happening is there is actually another car involved that you haven't considered that's actually in front. And I haven't got a second car, unfortunately, but it's actually in front of my blue car and it's slowing down, all right, my blue car, which is my tasks. There's another car in front that dictates how fast my tasks speed can go. And that car in front, which my blue task car is tailgating, that car in front is called accuracy. You see, if my task car, if I just go, all right, let's just flick on the indicator and overtake, and our task speed goes faster than accuracy, 
what's going to happen? Kylie, what's going to happen? You're going to make lots of mistakes and then you're going to have to go back and correct this them. Is, mistakes are no problem in property management. Seriously. I mean, you know, it's this is the problem. I mean, how many times have you seen and have I seen with new property managers that come into a business, come into a rent roll, tailgating another property manager that's left and they're left with fires to put out? You know, things are burning. Things haven't been done right. Checklists haven't been followed. Mistakes haven't been done. Things have been left out and that person hasn't been accurate. So we know, and I like to use this analogy, is that everything done in property management, all right, it's not done right. Something's been left out. Something's been compromised. Something's been short-circuited. All right, call it short-circuiting, not short-cutting. Short-circuiting, you blow it up, all right? Everything in property management, not done right, miscompromised, whatever, it doesn't just disappear and go poof on a Brisbane morning like fog, all right? It doesn't just disappear and it doesn't. It doesn't disappear. It actually goes into hibernation. And that task that hasn't been finished properly or done inaccurately, it goes into the dark and it grows yellow rancid teeth and green claws and it comes out in angry mode in what I call zombie mode. I'm a fan of The Walking Dead, right? The zombie mode. And it's going to come back at a time that you don't choose and it's going to tap you on the shoulder and says, <laughs> I'm back and you've got to deal with me now. And it's going to take three to four times more time to fix it, all the stress and the problems and the issues, than if we just did it right in the first place. So this is what happens when our task speed overtakes our accuracy. So it's not about speeding up our tasks per se. It's actually about understanding how to speed up our accuracy. If we speed up our accuracy, we can then speed up our tasks. And so the problem is, is a lot of property managers are doing their tasks at three times slower than what they could be. Mm -hmm. And it's easily proven because how many times as property managers did we come in on a Saturday morning to get our crap done or a Sunday morning or a Sunday afternoon because the phone wasn't ringing, the door was locked, there was no one in the office to disrupt us. We created an uninterruption environment to allow our accuracy to become unhindered. And so therefore, in those environments, we're able to speed up our accuracy and therefore we're able to speed up our task speed. And so it's our accuracy car in a typical work environment. It's going stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. You see, every time we stop, start, stop, start, not only do we slow down, but we also dramatically increase the chance of mistakes occurring, errors occurring, which then our tasks will come back in zombie mode. All right. And so therefore, the whole key is becoming an expert on our accuracy. And so that means accuracy. Another word I use is focus. We've got to be able to focus unhindered. And so therefore, to get our tasks done two to three times faster, we become an expert on stopping interruptions. If you are anything like me, you think you know your rent roll numbers. 
Well, I thought I did until I had a rent roll health check and I was quite literally shocked. The money I was leaving on the table was astounding and this is not something that I'm proud to admit. There were mismanagement fees, let fees, advertising and lease renewal fees not being charged and properties even without bonds. And all of this was happening despite monthly audits being conducted in my business. So how did I uncover all these gaps in my valuable income? Well, I had a rent roll due diligence from my good friend, Tazi, aka the Rent Roll Queen and founder of the Tazi Way, a specialist in rent roll due diligence, business valuation and management rights. The Tazi Way is the innovative force driving the real estate industry. With 25 years of business and real estate acumen, they find gaps and risks in your agency to find undiscovered value. If you'd like to book your business in for a rent roll due diligence, head to the the link in the show notes and mention that property mum for a 10% discount. I love that analogy. That is fantastic. You explained that so very well. So the million dollar question is though, in a busy real estate office, you've got phones ringing, you've got sales agents who want keys for a listing, or you've got keys that haven't been returned, or you've got, you know, an emergency. How do we stop those interruptions? What is the best strategies? that you can recommend for us stopping those interruptions and being able to have that time to focus? Do we have to go back COVID times working from home? Well, you wish. And we can't (laughs) necessarily come in on the weekend either. That's not sustainable, though we can have uninterruption time, but that's your personal time to recharge. So, Kylie, you be aware, I've just released a new book. It's one week away now from being delivered. I've got 3,000 copies coming and it's called Master Your Time Secrets. So, what I'm about to say, everyone, the book is actually free. All you got to do is pay for shopping. Just go to masteryourtimesecrets.com. That's masteryourtimesecrets.com. So I'm about to give you a whole pile of ways to stop interruptions and remove distractions because it's not just about interruptions, which is an outside external force of people chit-chatting or people coming in without an appointment or phones ringing. It's also self-destruction as well with our need to pick up the phone and have a look at it and check Facebook and check to see if someone's left us a message on Instagram or checking TikTok and all that sort of rubbish. So it's how our brains have been shaped by social media, the need to pick up the phone and have a look. So it's distractions and interruptions, okay? So look, the way you can stop interruptions, and this is just a smorgasbord, everybody, okay? which means some of these things are going to seem ridiculous to you, but useful to somebody else. So just pick and choose what you feel may work for you. Now, I'm just going to rapid fire these because we probably haven't got too much time left, Kylie. So this is going to be rapid fire, but these are all listed in my book, masteryourtimesecrets.com. All right. So the first one, now, just before I start again, you need to carve out at least two hours a day, everybody, where you go into no interruption quarantine. There is to be zero interruptions. Now, outside of that, no problem. You know, you can be interrupted all day, every day, but you got to find that at least two hours a day where you cannot be interrupted. And when we enter that zone, we can actually get six hours worth of tasks done in two, just like you would when you come in on the weekend and you switch off that phones and you lock that door, you're going to get a crap load done in that two hours, but we must have complete no interruption. So stopping interruptions, number one is putting up a do not disturb flag, letting everybody know when this flag is up on my desk, I cannot be interrupted. And what's really important, everyone, is not just to tell 
what you're doing, but why. Why you need to be uninterrupted because you can get so much done and then outside of that uninterruption time, you're going to be smiling, you're going to be available. They can actually see that you haven't got stuff wearing at you and pressuring you. You're actually going to be a lot more useful to everybody else as long as you get your task time. So putting up a red flag, the next one is to make it really obvious to everybody if a red flag isn't good enough is putting on noise-canceling headphones, all right? That just tells everybody, all righty, that you cannot be interrupted. The next one would be put a sign on your chair, please do not interrupt, or put it on your door. I got sent a, a note that was stuck on a door from a guy, a salesperson that had on the door, uh, prospecting, do not disturb unless building on fire. In other words, <laughs> it's unlikely that the office is going to burn down. So do not disrupt me in any way, shape or form. Yep. All right. And sales bosses understand when it's prospecting, sorry, there was an air bubbling the internet there. When it's prospecting, there's nothing else that can come in. All right. That's number three. Number four is making clear exceptions to the rules. So understanding, okay, making reception known, you can disrupt me for these reasons. If the building is on fire, you can disrupt me for a house is flooding, a tornado has come through. Okay, let's be reasonable here. Toilets backing up, emergency stuff where damage will occur unless we deal with it immediately. And you really need to be very clear on that because, of course, to most people, anything is urgent and you don't want them eroding your ability. You just got to be very clear on what are the exceptions to the rule, all right? And so they are, you just list off what are those emergencies. Look, if a rental property is on fire, they've got to call the fire brigade, all right? So there's rules like that. I'm not going to be able to put out the fire. Let the fire brigade know first. Yeah, <laughs> all me right. second. Yep. Yeah, correct. <laughs> so, and the next one is there are just some people up till now, whether it's a red flag, a note on your chair, whether it's headphones, there's just some people that can't help themselves in the office that still want to come and interrupt you. And that could be salespeople because salespeople sometimes feel that they're a little bit above property management law. So they might want to come over and chinwag. You might want to have a tin on your desk that is a money tin where if they feel then that what they need to say is more urgent, then they can perhaps put some goldies or even some folding money into the tin as a donation to you. And I think after that, they'll get the point and they'll leave you alone. All righty. I like that one. Next one is really putting your desk phone and your mobile phone into do not disturb mode. And the phone's easy. Just put it into flight mode. Do not disturb. And if you've got a really good message on your phone as well, we should be able to overcome that. All right. Training your tradespeople that you're not always available. Hey, look, most property managers gender, they're ladies, right? For tradespeople, most are men and they've been out down stinky drains and all of that stuff and whatever, and they want to come in chinwag with the ladies, that can be a problem. So it's about training your tradespeople and make keys available at reception or whatever, but it doesn't mean you're available all the time. Now, we've got to have good relationships with these people, but not at the cost of you not getting your work done. Because here is the point, and I haven't even said this yet, Kylie, we didn't get this stuff right. You know what happens? We get pushed into after hours mode. We get pushed into doing work after hours. And that leads to resentment, disillusionment, burnout, resignation. All righty. So not getting this done right, everybody, is the road to resignation. And we don't want that. And so you need to be in control about all the interruptions that can happen only within a set time frame during the day. 
Property managers also being available to me move in and out in the office and go out on the road. Well, you can have cafe timeout. Just pick up your crap. If you've got a laptop, great, or whatever, head down to a cafe. Have your favorite cup of coffee. Put on those noise-canceling headphones and happy times. Work away. And, you know, I used to like putting on a white noise, you know, on YouTube, there's some great beach sounds and rain sounds or you know, just nice soothing sounds in the background that just create a nice environment around me where I can just get right into my work and just zone out of all the noise around me. Another one here is a popular one is having a team power hour where the team comes together for, say, 9 or 10 in the morning and has their no interruption time together. Mm-hmm. All righty. And so it's keeping each other accountable because old habits die hard and keep each other accountable. You've got more chance of getting it done. Another one is making sure you just lock yourself in a meeting room or in an office. There's another office I'm aware of in Melbourne that had nine to five hours and they went from 10 to four. They just let owners know that they're changing their offers out of 10 to four. And I think they got one complaint. I don't think they even lost any properties and they found an extra two hours a day that way. Wow, um, it's a great idea. Why not? I'm sure my team would be happy with that. Yeah. You know, it's just a case of communication, just letting everybody know. Using an online booking system like IRE and those sort of things to make sure the phone isn't ringing unnecessarily. Using a tenant repair reporting system. So personally, I'm a fan of TAPI. So, you know, those systems there are made so the tenant isn't having to report their maintenance through you. It's a much more efficient way, taking less time. Because in a busy property management office, it used to take me up to 10 hours a week just doing repairs and maintenance. If we can reduce that time and reduce the amount of phone calls needed, way to go. It's just more effective managing. Work from home is another one. And so I'm a real fan work from home, but my role is different from property manager. I'm a trainer. But and this is something between you and management. There are some bosses out there that want people in the office, and I'm not here to say otherwise. But working from home doesn't work for everybody, but the majority of property managers that do it just will don't want to go back to the office because their work slows down because of all the interruptions. It's an interruption environment, and they can get so much done. And yeah, so look, I've actually got 25 yeah. ways to stop interruptions. I got up to number 14, unless you want me to keep on going here, Kylie, but over to you. Well, I think maybe if you keep the rest so that people can actually get your book and read the book, and I'm sure there's lots more content in the book as well. So how can people get hold of the book? What's the best way? Well, I also just I've got Master Your Time Secrets podcast. So just go to iTunes, Spotify, master your time there. And I've got four episodes good to go. And we really do focus on the interruptions and I'll be adding other episodes there. But otherwise, just get my book, Master Your Time Secrets. That's masteryourtimesecrets.com. I've paid for the printing. All you've got to do is pay for the shipping. I've made it as easy as possible. I promise you it's costing me a lot of money. So we're investing in you if you're willing to invest in yourself. It is our biggest IGT book that's ever been released. And in fact, we've already had released the audio book and the ebook to people and they're already coming back to me. I wasn't expecting it, but they're already saying this stuff's amazing. It's groundbreaking. It's life-changing. And I felt it would be, and it is. So it is one of those books. I feel that without me blowing any trumpets, that it is that <laughs> Eat Your Frog book for property management So make sure you get hold of a copy, love to get your feedback. And you've also got the podcast, Master Your Time Secrets as well. 
Fantastic. And what are some of the other things you've got coming up with the Inspired Growth Training? You've got some annual conferences. How can people find out about some more of the stuff that you're doing sure. to help so, the industry? Like, it's really easy. Just go to inspiredgrowthtraining.com. You know, I guess we've got a conference coming up in October as well. We've got that. Just go to inspiredgrowthtraining.com and you're welcome to send me an email, darren at igtmail.com as well. If you want to go on a database or whatever, you send me an email. But otherwise, you know, get the book, listen to the podcast. You'll enjoy it. Amazing. Darren, thank you so much for your time. There is so much value. And, you know, that is one big struggle every property manager I have ever worked with has come to me with at one time or another is their time issues. So I think there is heaps of value that you're going to be sharing inside that book. And I can't wait to read a copy as well. Cool. Thank you. One thing I dread doing is chasing up rent arrears and debt collection. It takes up valuable time and it can often lead to conflict. But it is a necessary evil when you are running a property management business. But there is an easier way to make sure your tenant's rent is paid on time and in advance and it's called RentPay. RentPay is a secure and simple to use payment platform that saves agents time and money with fast, accurate receding while making life better for renters. To top it all off, you'll never have to worry about dishonor fees or unknown deposits again. How good is that? Cleared funds are deposited straight into your bank account in a single daily payment with accurate receding and reference numbers auto-assigned and it's fully compatible with all trust accounting systems. It's a super flexible payment option for tenants who can pay rent in multiple ways, including direct debit, credit card, or instantly pay with payer ID. Fees are minimal and RentPay even helps with the rent arrears process by automating reminders to renters when payments are due or missed. If you are currently paying large bank fees, struggling with constant dishonors because the funds aren't cleared when their funds land in your trust, or wasting time chasing up unknown payments, I encourage you to book in a free demo with RentPay and give yourself and your renters an easier way to pay rent. There's been so much talk of stress, overwhelm and burnout in property management lately. Do you want to know how I overcame all of that? Yes, I hit rock bottom multiple times, but I got myself a virtual assistant. Actually, not just one, but three. But I didn't just get any VA, I got a PMVA. What are they? Well, they are the most well-trained in the business. And not only that, you also have a backup VA. So that essentially, your business is never without admin support ever again. And my health, time and business has never looked back. Your PMVA can take care of tasks like rent arrears, lease preparation and renewals, maintenance follow-up, routine inspection bookings, data entry, audits, prospecting, inbox management and so much more. And the best part of implementing a PMVA in my business was that it freed up my time and my team's time to take care of important things like customer service. What makes me feel so safe is that PMVA is owned by Tiffany Botel, both here and in the Philippines, making my data secure and giving me more control over the VA arrangement. So head to the link in the show notes to book in your discovery call with Lady Boss Tiff. Can I ask you a quick favour before you leave this episode? 
Now, we all know how important reviews are for businesses these days, and mine is no different. If you could spare just a minute to follow, rate, and review this podcast, it would mean a lot to me. In fact, what would get me super excited is if you share this podcast with someone in the industry who you think might need to hear some of the episodes right now. And if you'd like to find out more about working with me or any of the products I have to help you start, grow or scale your property management business, head to my website, thatpropertymum.com.au or check out the links in the show notes.